I'm like I feel really tired as well like my eyes you know when your eyes are heavy yeah and I actually slept I let myself sleep to like half ten mm-hmm. but I'm I kept just turning my alarm like I was like push it back half an hour push it back mm-hmm. half an hour and then mm-hmm. I was like fuck my life I need to get up and then I just haven't really functioned I even no. had breakfast and stuff and still I'm like kill me no, I had such a good night, you know, like, it was really good, like, I had a good time, and I came back, I was just like, I'm tired, but not, like, a bad tired, you know, like, yeah. a, a good kind of tired. Do you have it with your insomnia, where, like, you need, like, an hour of just, sort of, processing time before you can actually sleep, yes. or maybe longer? Yeah, It's, like, minimum an hour. Yeah, yeah definitely, I like, I, some people are like, oh, I just got home and got into bed, and I was like, yeah, I got home and got into bed and stayed there for an hour while I was, like, Ah, oh, it's definitely annoying. You know, I hate I hate people who are like, oh, I just got into bed and I closed my eyes and it was fine. I'm like, That's literally what Piers does. I Like, he just gets into bed and then he starts snoring. I'm like, how? How do I'll you s- do that? I'm like, I'll start with it and then something will happen. Like, the most... I hate it. I've done that thing recently where I fall asleep with my phone in my hand. Oh, um, my God. That's so scary because you're like, oh, my God, I could have posted a video of me snoring, like, on Facebook. Oh, I have to check that I haven't. <laughs> but the worst thing is I never do anything like that. I just drop it at some point because it's balanced in such a way that's like that. And at some point, my hand just flops because it's like, oh, I'm tired now. I've gone going to sleep. Yeah. So just as I'm drifting off, finally going away, bang, what? Oh, my goodness, what <laughs> phone hit the floor? And it's like... And my first thought is always like, ah, shit, the screen. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Fine. Screen's fine. It's just, I've just made a fool of myself. And then I'm like, hmm, have I woken everyone up in the house by this weird noise at 2 a.m. of me smashing my phone into the floor? As of yet, still no questions. So. Oh, well, that's all right then. They're probably welcome to the podcast, by the way. Yeah, welcome back. Hi. Sorry, we this were... is what we talk about. Yeah, we just random, random shit, as you already know. Um, we were meant to have a podcast last week, but I had some family shit to deal with last minute, so couldn't, couldn't be there. But we are here today, slightly Hi. tired. Oh, yes. Because... Chris will explain why we're slightly tired. <laughs> Did you like that? I like how you're like, fuck this, I can't explain. I'm Let so him tired to explain. <laughs> um, yes, we went to say, well, I mean, I guess it was like a, maybe it's a, it was a World to Rates podcast reunion, I guess, of some kind. Um, like the first time we've actually spent more than uh, half an hour in each other's company for... A while, to be fair. Yeah. Even when I came to visit you that time, it wasn't that long. No. Anyway, yeah. Yeah. We um we yeah we we that and uh, we went to see the new Spider-Man film, Far From Home. Which was so good. It and is right, Far From Home, right? I think so. <laughs> Just, I'm so tired that my brain was like, no, that's not. I the think because like the other one's called Homecoming, isn't it? So it's like Far From Home is kind of similar, I guess. Um. I double check. No way home, far from home, far from home. That's wait. No way home. No way home. That's the twenty. Why did I think it was far from home? Far from home's the the one before. 
Oh, it was on TV the other day. Uh, Far From Home was on TV the other day, which is why I got confused. Because I watched that one, and then... Have they done it on the on purpose where it's homecoming, far from home, no way home? I only just because <laughs> that's just. Like... I only just realised that. Oh man. Is that like have they done that intentionally or is that just like accidental? No, no, that's definitely intentional. I just hadn't even okay. realised that. But um, I mean, we have to be careful. I I don't want to um, I don't want to spoil it for anyone because um. Okay, so we're we're not going going for spoilers, which that's probably the the good thing to do. I just think that we might lose some of our audience if we start spoiling it. True. But True. I, I I think there's definitely ways we can um. I mean. Well, and with the power of editing as well, if one of us does slip exactly. up, we can. Well, you can sort it. I was gonna say. And we there's can sort it. <laughs> there's one thing I want to open with here. Um, well, okay. There's a little ad- additional thing that I want to start. First of all, is it Zendaya or Zendaya? Zendaya. Oh, Zendaya. I say Zendaya, but it might be Zendaya. No, no, I'll go for Zendaya. Okay, that's good. That's the first question. Tick. Second <laughs> part. I want to discuss how Piers doesn't... Oh, well, okay, we, we, we learned a bit more about his opinions, but Piers uh, doesn't think she's hot. I literally just don't understand how I can marry him anymore. Like, it's it's an issue. Like, how? And not he, just oh, Piers. And Barbie as well. You suck. Hi, Barbie. Hey. For people who aren't Barbie, it's like, who the hell is this? Um, she is Kat's friend who is a, a regular podcast listener. Um, She's very cool. Very cool. Um, she drew me like, a picture of Toothless. I'm what? Very happy about that. Nice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't show you. It was in the car. That's yeah, fucking she, awesome. She did it on a post it note. It's really cool. I love it. Basically, um, it's like me, but in female form, which is very awesome because it's 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 always it's always nice to have people in this world that understand where you're coming from, you know. Um, yeah. But sorry, I, we'll come back to that point. <laughs> Zendaya. Zendaya. Oh yeah. Okay. So Piers then compensated that we were like saying, "How can you not think?" Oh, she's very pretty though. You know, you're like. What? Like, what? I, I just thought it was like one of those things that we'd all accepted. Yeah. I thought we all, I thought that, you know, there's not much that generally we can all agree on. But I thought we were all consistently looking at her and being like, yes, she is incredibly attractive. I just don't, yeah, I, I can't understand. I say this in you... a respect, I'm trying to be respectful about it, but it's like, I don't know how to. <laughs> I'm so worried I just sound creepy and it's like I don't want to sound creepy but great it's a high last week was a good week um for editing this week is going to be high intensity I'm sure um yeah Chris was, oh my god last week I'm going to mention that briefly so that's okay yes um so I fucked up so badly I accidentally recorded everything in 4k yes you um, did at 60 fps is it mm-hmm. I don't know if it's FPS. oh yeah no, you went all in 4k 60 fps <laughs> and what was my total gigabytes in the end oh wait because i compressed it before i sent it to you it, it was... was still like 70 or something gigabytes the one you sent to me yeah so i have was... no idea what it was originally it was 
it was a bitch. It was a fucking bitch. That ruined my Sunday. Honestly. I was like, how the fuck can I send it? I couldn't even put one file on the memory stick. Like, I've got um, a USB phone adapter memory stick thing. And um, it wouldn't even let me put any of the short files on it. I had to do it all through AirDrop in the end, which normally doesn't work but it worked with my new laptop so yeah it it wouldn't have worked with the computer but thankfully i managed to do it through airdrop but yeah and then i got it onto my computer i was like i don't want this filling up my new fucking computer i need to like work out how to get rid of it Mm -hmm. and then i was really scared to delete it off my phone in case you can open it yeah oh man i I could imagine it was a because my phone stopped working properly because it was just freaking out so that it cool. was so full. Yeah. But I guess it didn't help because you were then also going out. Yeah. You had to go out as well. And it was just like, oh man, everything that could go wrong today is going wrong. It was just... It but was in the best way, wrong. because it's like, if the choice was you not recording and recording in 4K, I guess it was better that you record in 4K, but... Yeah, at least I didn't like lose the files or something. And then it was annoying because... Um, Every time, I was saying this to Chris earlier, every time I send my files over, if we've got any techie people they, who might actually know how to fix this, let me know. Because every time I send my files over, it adds like a brightening filter or something. Like, yeah. the um, it, it sort of whitewashes me a bit. And that's not me. Like, I, I've i looked at it before I even um, oh, put oh, it into like, the editing it. software. Yeah, and I can see it like that as well. But on my phone, it's normal. And then, yeah, if I if I upload it and then re-download it to my phone, it comes out normal. But if it goes onto my laptop or anything else, then it goes really pale. So I don't understand. No. But you know, when you're like, okay, so I've recorded in 4K. It's a billion gigabytes, and I'm whitewashed. This was so worth it. It was. Um... <laughs> I mean, it, it was just a very entertaining kind of thing of like, when you messed me like, I recorded in 4K, I was just, I think I laughed, I think I just like laughed for five minutes sat here, because I was just like, <laughs> fucking hell, <laughs> you know, like, I was expecting something else, and you're like, I recorded in 4K, I feel so silly, and I was like, it's fine. We'll, I was we'll so angry with myself, I was like, how uh-huh. the fuck did I do that? And I, I vaguely remember at, when I was recording at the gig, as mm. having issues with um, how dark it was, and I thought, oh, maybe if I record in 4K, it'll be better. But that was like a week or two before, so maybe all the videos I'd taken since then were all in 4K. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, That's um, impressive. Um, we're definitely not in 4K. I mean, it was like a nice mistake because obviously 4K, you know, it looks better. It's better quality than what we, but even the compressed like 4K was still good. It still looks yeah. great. Um, but we're not. We can't. The World to Rates podcast is not ready to go 4K yet. Definitely for not. For many reasons, it's not ready to go 4K. The stress yeah. it caused us on one week is proof. <laughs> if we lived closer to each other and I could drop like a hard drive to you, then it. Oh would my be god! Different. Yeah, that would be fine. I would just turn up and be like, right, put it on a hard drive. But. Yeah, it's like a thirty-five minute drive, so yeah. it's not. I mean, really I, yeah, technically optimal. I could do that, but it's like I don't want to kill the planet any more than already killing like... the planet. Exactly. Yeah. So um, Zendaya. Yeah. Zendaya. Um, I can't let it go. I'm sorry, I can't. I can't let it go because I okay. Actually, so this week, 
I saw that um right I didn't realize until a couple of weeks ago that she and Tom Holland were a thing. Yeah. Yeah, how did you know? No that? idea. <laughs> Nothing. I was completely oblivious and I saw it because people were talking about how there's this big thing that people have made out of the fact that she's slightly taller than he is. <laughs> and people were like, "Oh my god, how can how could she be taller?" And I was just like it's this thing that I I don't know if you've ever had it, but like I definitely it's a really stupid insecurity to have, right? It's like, you can't, can't do anything about it. You cannot physically make yourself grow anymore um, in many ways. Um, but, and I'm talking about height, so, okay, apparently it wasn't safe for me to come back to any conversations. Um, you can't, yeah, you can't grow any taller. Um, but for some reason, there's this whole thing about the fact that in a heterosexual cis relationship, the the man should be taller than the woman and so if it's not that it's like it's like is it that big a deal does it matter okay so i i'm not it's difficult because i used to definitely be like oh no i wouldn't date a guy who was my height or shorter like i always just sort of i don't know tended to like had a tendency to like taller guys okay this Um, is interesting so what is it about that that like but this is the thing i don't know because with women it doesn't matter how tall they are yeah like for my attraction it's it's men like that needs to be taller in my brain for some reason um but i think personally i'm quite like i've got broad shoulders and i'm not like a dainty person i'm quite like athletically built is that probably Mm -hmm. like the right way and like going out with a a really skinny short guy it was more like their frame opposed to so normally you don't some shorter guys are quite like built out but typically i would say that if you're a shorter guy you tend to be a bit more like skinny or scrawny Mm -hmm. um and it's the same with tall like skinny guys as well i just i didn't like the idea that i was gonna be much bigger than my partner if they were a dude if that makes sense like um yeah i don't know what it was i think it went uh, because it didn't bother me when i was a teenager and then all of someone as an adult i was like oh i think it's because you get drilled into you that um you know about being skinny is the way forward and then it's like oh my god I can't have a boyfriend that's skinnier than me mm-hmm. I guess that was it because then it was like oh well then I'll look bigger it yeah. probably comes from that I don't know yeah, it probably is it's probably like some societal like norms that you pick up along the way it's weird because like, when you said it's not the same for women I was like oh yeah interesting so maybe it's just something about this kind of standard um cishet relationships if you want to call them that um or something about that that you know it's like maybe it's like the whole thing about the man's meant to be like you know gender norms strong you're gonna be able to to provide whatever so it's like sure but then i i think if i'd actually met someone that i really liked who was shorter and um like smaller than me in Mm. frame then i think it wouldn't have mattered but I just didn't happen to meet somebody who no, was no. 
Someone... But the weird thing is, in the case of, of Tom Holland and Zendaya, I don't think they're that different in height. No, no, no. She's a they're, bit tall. I mean, She's not like massively tall. I think there's maybe a couple inches in it, and they're and and he's skinny and she's skinny, so yeah. like, it, it's what's the, and I mean, it, why would it matter anyway? But like in terms of you don't see them next to each other and think, oh, like that's a really odd pairing. No, no, no I think they're actually quite a good couple. Like they, that's the thing. It it kind of works with the film in that because they're actually like real life partners did... as well. Maybe it helps like something there a chemistry or something yeah so i i thought about this um funny enough when so i I don't think this really counts as a spoiler but um they they have a kiss in the film oh my Um, god they kiss and they're in a relationship i know how crazy they have a kiss in the film and i thought imagine acting out like this little snog sesh and i know with boys sorry men (laughs) <laughs> um, that when they're kissing their girlfriends, you know, that it sets alarm bells, let's say, off <laughs> in certain regions. And can you just imagine being in a room full of like a hundred crew? Oh man, everyone's staring at you. Like, think of grandma, think of grandma, think of grandma. <laughs> <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't even think about that. That's so yeah. true. Especially like I mean they've obviously been going out for a while now, but it, you know if you if they were in that early stages or like when they first said that they fancied each other and then you're doing kissing scenes and you're like, oh my god, <laughs> yeah, please please no one zoom in on my crotch region. Exactly, and it was um, yeah, it definitely like especially at the end um, oh like it genuinely looks. Sometimes you see like couples on screen you're like this does not. I can entirely believe that when the filming ends, you two despise each other. You know, yeah. like, you're like, I, I don't know this person. But it was like genuine. It just helps. It was very weird. But, um, you know, yeah. So I basically I've ended up because of the whole, because of like the whole tall women thing, whatever, which also seems like a thing I, I think about it as well. It's like the way that it's like the whole thing is framed of like a tall, tall woman is like, Oh, a tall woman. Hmm, well, maybe she's less of a woman for it. You know, it becomes this weird, like... It's like there's something else going on there. Yeah, like, or it's like... it is. It's attractive to be slightly tall, but then there's too tall. Yeah, exactly. I, I think that's the thing that, like, has been the case for a long while. In that it's like, oh, a tall woman. Hmm, not really attractive. And it's like, well, that's kind of unfair. Um, yeah, I didn't get it. I didn't really get it. But uh, yes. So no, anyway, I've seen lots of the the series, and I was just like, I thought we'd all decided that um that she was clearly hot, but apparently it appears um just pretty, just pretty, just, so. just pretty. I for me, this is it feels like on the same level as that time that um I I called Jennifer Aniston um. Oh yeah, no, that was disturbing. I said what I said, and it, in retrospect, uh, mistakes were made. St- <laughs> mistakes were made. Um, forever, it will remain with me as a terrible mistake. I'm trying to think with the whole Zendaya thing whether I should take it as a compliment. 
because clearly he thinks that I'm hotter than Zendaya. So like winning. I'll take it as a compliment, definitely. That that's that's what I'm gonna yeah. take out of that. Take that and be happy. Absolutely. Or you're um, just fucking lying. Uh, I mean, it's possible. You never know. I mean, come on now. Men are, uh, they're known for uh, deceit and lies. For being shitbags. Yeah, it's, it's very possible he's just a piece of shit, really. But um, anyway, that's the guy you're marrying, so. I really like the film, actually. Yeah, um, I, it was so good watching it. We watched it in 4DX. Oh, um, man. Oh, and, bro. like, I've been to 4DX before, and, like, we, we had we had a debrief last <coughs> night, but I was like, it was never like that before. This was, like, extreme. It was so good. If you have the opportunity to go to the theatre in 4DX, do it. It's worth I've, it. I'd never been before uh, yesterday. I'd never been to, like, any of the um, 4DX films. Um, and I, the weird thing is, I think Milton Keynes was one of the first places to get 4DX. Yeah, I think it was. I'm sure I remember it being a big thing. That, like, it was one of the first when I was in the UK to get it. But, um, yeah, I'd seen a lot of stuff like that. I was just like, oh, yeah, sure, maybe... Maybe one day I'll, I'll do it and then, you know, certain things like a global pandemic, etc. got in the way. Um, but I I didn't really know what to expect. And I guess I thought it was going to be a bit like a gimmick, like a, oh, oh, whoa, you know, whatever. Um, was worried that I needed to get whiplash within the first 10 minutes. <laughs> oh it was my so God. violent. It was just brilliant. Out of nowhere, it's just like, oh, whoa, hang on a second. Like, you're just not expecting it at all. Just hold on to your popcorn, that's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and what did you say at the beginning, Kat? <laughs> no, this makes you sound like such a bad person. Yeah, well, what joke. did you do? Tell them what you did. Joke. So it moved. <laughs> The first time we moved, it was really subtle, and like Chris happened to be like rearranging. I don't know. You were like you'd slightly moved or whatever. I was just shuffling in a chair of it, yeah. And I joked, and I turned around and said to him, "Oh, I thought that was you, you fat fuck." <laughs> yes. She thought the vibration from the seat because something had happened on screen was me moving around, and so even now when I'm I'm like. How fat do you think I've got? No, over, like, do, you think I'm like a turkey that we fastened up for Christmas? I'm not fat shaming you. I just thought it was funny that you moved. And I meant more that you had a fat arse opposed to, you know. Yeah, well, it looks like that works out well for me, didn't it? Yeah, it did. Him having a big boot, boot, <laughs> saved him because I literally spent the whole time like shuffling myself back onto the seat because I've, <laughs> cause I've got such a flat ass I couldn't sit on the seat, so I had to keep pulling myself up every time I got jiggled. It was bloody it, ridiculous. I just the amount of times I saw it, it was like every few minutes just like. <clears throat> I mean, I've been doing it a few times sat here now, which maybe is a sign that maybe those chairs were designed for me. Maybe what I need to be doing is const constantly like moving around and then my chair would I'll be fine. But like watching you constantly like, like Are you are you okay? There was one point actually in the where um it was getting particularly violent and then just cause I at the quarter of an hour I was I was like, Are you for some reason my mind went to this really dark place just like have you like fainted? Because it just looked like you were being really thrown about and I was like, oh fuck, what if she's fainting? And it was fine because she laughed about five seconds later and said, oh, 
I'm oh alive. lord, thank god. I just, I don't know why I imagined it, but it's just like, but it was even, I mean, even for me, it was like towards the end, there was a point where I was like, whoa, nearly got thrown out of my chair. Um, <laughs> it, it was, I mean, look, it was really good. It's really like, um, I was going to say it's really immersive. It is really immersive until you have like, sound of like a jet of air flying out of just behind your ear somewhere you're like mm, um mm. you like I definitely like pooed myself a couple of times during that like there was <sighs> it, it was like I don't know not uh, it's when the air was firing out and it just happened randomly at one point and I went fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> under my breath I was like oh shit or something I just like what's it it was like it happened behind like my like uh legs as well like it and, and yeah, I leave chat and I was just like, whoa, what the, you know, like as if there was some like snake or something beneath my chat. And I was like, no, what? Oh. oh, it was so. Oh, and the other thing that happened was um, within the first three minutes, I <laughs> picked up my coke. I was a greedy fucking got a, a large <laughs> coke, and like. Chris, you were laughing about something else that was going on with, I think, Barbie and Pierce. I'm not sure, but you were mm. you were sort of, like, semi-distracted. And I picked up the Coke, and as I picked it up, the lid popped off, and then we jiggled so that all <laughs> this Coke, like, went all down my crotch. And then, for, like, the whole film, I was, like, satin Coke, which was just brilliant. And by the time we got out, it completely dried. Um, but, you know, and you're just, like... This is the first three minutes, and I've managed to fuck this up royally. I oh, even it's fine, took... because then I also took a handful of popcorn at one point at the worst <laughs> moment, and I was like, whoa, and you're eating popcorn. Oh, man. I, um, I had to actually take my phone out of my back pocket because I kept getting jiggled down so much. My <laughs> phone was sliding down as well. I was like, this is a disaster. <laughs> like, It was just so... It was so good. And, um, like, you know how when you're in the cinema you don't want to make any noises because yeah. you don't want to disrupt anyone else I think there was a few points where everyone just sort of accepted like <laughs> we're all going through the same shit right now like it's oh, okay yeah. to, it, to it like... was weird it adds a bit of because sometimes I find that if you sit you know you're in a cinema and like for a couple of hours and you get up there and you're like oh yeah you've sat there for on a position that probably wasn't wise you know like the seat might not be that comfortable yeah. Weirdly, there's something about like just like being moved around, moving around things. You get, but you know, you know I didn't weird. feel stiff when I got out. Like yeah. I yeah, felt, I felt fine. quite good. I felt quite good. I felt quite um. Yeah, it was a, it's a weird. The chairs themselves. When I first went, I was like, this isn't very comfortable. And then about ten minutes in, after I nearly got whiplash, I was like, actually, yeah. you know what? This is designed perfectly. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> um. We thought at one point there was going to be a brawl in the cinema, which was... <laughs> for anyone who uh, understands, um, we watched it in Milton Keynes. Now, yeah. for some people, that sentence will mean nothing. But for locals, you know, <laughs> you understand. Oh, yes. We just hear this guy go, sharp, 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 sharp. And I was like, okay, there's going to be a fight. Bracing, I'm like leaning over my shoulder, like looking around, like what what the fuck's going on? And I couldn't really see anything. And then I thought, why am I looking? Like I'll Don't get dragged it. into this. So I just stopped looking and I ignored it. And then like a minute or two later, I realized that they were all like massive Marvel fans and they were just like preempting what was gonna happen. And they mm-hmm. just all started 
It's the most Milton Keynes accents coming out of them as well. Like, what else did they say, Chris? There was, there was a moment later on where um, oh, yeah, something not... happened and they were just like, please! And we're just out of nowhere, please, please! And I was like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? Calm down! No, it's so into it, but it's like the most Milton Keynes way of just responding. It was like, no, please. I'm like, oh, man. And there was this one point that, like, everyone what was cheering. Happened? It was like, when, yeah. you know, you know, when, like, the the plane lands and then you see, like, American people go, hey, and <laughs> yes. all clapping, like, yeah, we're safe. <laughs> um, it was a bit like that at one point. We're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? It was, it was the strangest experience. But, you know, weirdly, the thing is, in a normal situation, I would have been annoyed. Or, like, in a normal, like, Film. standard cinema, I would have been like, shut the fuck up. But it's something it's I'll in 4D anyway, and it's like... Yeah. I keep going to, like, say things, I'm like, it's too difficult to word things without giving away anything. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you're a, if you're a fan of of Spider-Man, I think it's, 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 it's a really good film. Um... <laughs> And even if you're not, so <clears throat> I, um, Pierce got me to watch, like, all of the Marvel films. He got me to watch all the Avengers films, Spider-Man, Venom. Uh, oh, he watched Loki. the Infinity War and Endgame, that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, um, the Loki series, mm. what else? Like, a- absolutely everything you could think of sort of thing got me to, like, watch in the last two weeks. Like, back-to-back, chain watch it, and... I mean, I don't think you needed to do that to be able to like understand. No, no, what's no. You could on. enjoy it even if you didn't really ever watch. But Probably, it, I think. it was as somebody like I wouldn't say I'm a you know I'm not like a Marvel fan. Like I enjoy Marvel, but not Marvel super fan or whatever. Mm. And um, it was it was a really good film. And I think for someone like I mean, here's and Barbie who are definitely more. Uh, yeah, more obsessive. More under, like, <laughs> geek nerd level, which I don't mean in a, a cruel way, I mean in an entirely loving way, it's good. Oh, no, like, self-labeled Yeah, 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 nerds. and, you know, I, they're my people, come on now. Um, <laughs> geeks and nerds of, of the world rise up. Um, but, uh, I didn't even, you know, they came out enjoying it, and I was like, that's good, if it can satisfy, like, people like us, who are like, you know, we, we like it, but we're not maybe, like, super, super fans. And then also the people who are like really geeky and really nerdy about it, then it's probably a good film, right? Every everyone's come out of this feeling like it's alright. Yeah. And that's a win, definitely. So um Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I really did. Marvel sponsor us to These sponsor do. your film. <laughs> and I realised as well that it had been the first time that I'd been to the cinema since twenty nineteen. Uh like November twenty nineteen. Um which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And I felt like with the whole, with COVID, it was, so we were in a row of four and there was four of us. So we were all like, and we'd all tested yesterday before we came. So I felt like quite safe, even though there was people and there was a gap, wasn't there between, was there a gap between people behind us? I didn't notice people behind us, but there were. I don't, I don't think there was anyone directly behind us no I don't think so no, I, think I don't think there was anyone gap. in front of us I don't there was yeah I think there was maybe a bit a slight gap in front of us and then there was a smaller gap for the people behind us yeah people were kind of in like 
pockets thing, right? Like there was no yeah, one. yeah, and it wasn't like you had anyone breathing near you, which was no. nice. They yeah. they were really like disorganized, like serving oh, popcorn man. and drinks that like just couldn't cope. And I got there, I was just like, you know, you knew this was going to be a big film. What? What is this? What are you guys doing? You know, like, it, and there was loads of people working. It just seemed like. They just didn't have any communication with each other. It just seemed like, yeah, I don't know. It, it would be, it'd make more sense for like one person to be working on drinks, one was like person to do the slushies, one person. Mm-hmm. To, but like everyone was just running around and bumping into each other, and you're like, mm-hmm. great. This seems That's kind of the reason why I didn't want to get any when I got there because I, I got there a little bit late because I've, uh, well, because as ever I try and do too much. Um, so I got there a little bit late and that. Um, even Piers like, oh, you're going to get some popcorn stuff? And I was like, no, I can't. I can't even. Because I could just see the chaos over there. Yeah, and I was just yeah, like, yeah. it's going to stress me out more trying to do it. Because, like, it's going to stress me out because someone else is stressed out. Because I'll be able to look at them running around, like, the panic in their eyes. And I'll be like, this is... They didn't need that. So I was just mooching off. <laughs> out. And um, even Barbie offered me some at some point. I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I was just like, oh, nice. Just filling my, uh, filling my hand with popcorn and immediately like losing balance and throwing it at someone. <laughs> oh god, I feel bad for the people who have to clean up. Like after four DX, there must be all sorts that get spilt. <laughs> oh man. To be fair, we were quite well behaved. I thought. Yeah. I looked at our thing after the sales. Could be worse. It was kind of difficult. I said to Chris, it's a shame, you know, with the old seats, how they'd fold <laughs> up. And so you could sort of like push all the popcorn down the back. <laughs> you couldn't do that. Like, <laughs> you just sort of had to get up and go, oh, oh dear. That's, oh. that's crummies. Oh dear. This is a bit of a mess. <laughs> okay, bye. Yeah. yeah um, run away. But yeah, it was great. Definitely go check it out. Um, And it was a. Weirdly, it was like, I remember a couple of years ago, um, I was a bit like, I think I'm done with superhero films now. Really? Yeah, because I think it was like so many had come out because I think, because they were getting towards the like Infinity War Endgame stuff. Yeah. They like were working really hard to make sure films would come out uh, and like be ready to set up for it. But also then there was like all the other like DC, so like Batman, Superman stuff. So there's like, all this oh, stuff yeah. going on. Everyone's releasing fucking. I was just like, I'm a bit fucking sick of this. Um, yeah. And, and maybe that's where, in a weird, perverse way, COVID maybe helped a bit because it like, because I've not really seen any for a while and like it's gonna break. It yeah. was like, oh, it's good. It's good to be back now. It's good. It's it's good to have a little. I I sometimes get. You know, because like you can never have too much of a good thing. It's like well, you can, you can definitely yeah. get oversaturated with it, and you're just like, I'm a bit done with this. I'm a bit bored of it. I'm a bit like, Meh. I think, I think with COVID as well, it's like everything is so serious these days. Like, oh, that's true. Um, and that's not like a generational thing. I'm not like, oh yeah, we're such a serious generation. Like, no, I just no. think during the pandemic, like there's a lot more responsibility on young people um well thanks to everyone blaming students and <laughs> and young people for everything blaming um, students and then going into shops with their masks underneath their noses so it's like yeah good top work 
Next time, but, why don't you just walk in here and cough on everyone? Yeah, just sneeze and smear it across the aisles. Like, thank you. Um, but like with with all the, you know, seriousness that has come mm. with the pandemic, it, it's kind of nice to, like, play into the whole superhero thing. Going, it's like, it's escape. Just accepting, isn't it? yeah, just accepting that it is like ludicrous, but like just going with it. It is, especially in like, and well, I mean, even. Yeah, so like COVID, but then also the weird situations that brings where, like, for someone who tries to stay on top of, like, the news and things, this whole, like, thing where maybe last year your Prime Minister broke the law and had a Christmas party when he told everyone not to have one. And also half the government apparently also had a Christmas party when they said don't have one. And yeah. there's this whole, you know, and, like, there's so many things going on and, like, news is, you know, like, Cases going up and people going to us. It, it's like, oh man. Um, and I actually was talking about this the other day with someone because it was like, uh, so I think that's like weird about the UK and stuff is that we have a lot of, um, it's not that hard to find weird news stories, right? Like weird local news stories about something dumb that the other day I found one, right? It was a guy somewhere who's legally changed his name to Captain Beanie and he will be covering his entire Christmas dinner, including pudding, in baked beans. That's disgusting. <laughs> Apparently a few years ago or something. I or thought like... you were going to say in beanies, and I no, was no, no, like... No, 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 no. Baked beans. That's... I don't even know if they're, like, warm. I'm not, I, I don't even know. And, like, apparently he's once... Like, he sat in a bath full of them for, like... A hundred hours or something. I might be exaggerating. It's just like it's anything, and I I found it. And I was just like, yeah. You, you do. That's you, my country. That's the UK. That's the kind of fucking weirdness we've got on this island. Um, and I was trying to explain to someone that they were like, oh yeah, I don't, I didn't really check out the news because it's all full of depressing stuff. I was like, oh, you don't have weird news stories like that. Oh, okay, just the UK then. Um. But it's that kind of stuff, right? It's like find, being able to find something that isn't a number of people dying or a number of people being ill or some oh, dumbass who thinks that they're a scientist now because they watched one five-minute science video on YouTube and so they're basically the same as having a degree in biology or something. Um, it's just, uh, yeah, I I think I actually I almost miss the super, uh, superhero kind of films, I think. Yeah. For sure. Sorry, I kept, I was like, you know, just a wave of tiredness hits you, and I kept sort of like half yawning, and it was like I feel like I'm being. I'm gonna really love editing this as I'm talking, and she's like, kind of like yawning. I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, no, you Mhm. 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 Do you remember in, in school, like when you'd get told off for yawning, like, "Am I boring you?" And it's like. You do, you do realise that yawning isn't doesn't necessarily right? mean that you're bored. You're just tired. What is it? I understand. I've never understood this. It's like, it's like, and I, you know, I jokingly say it's people. It's like I know that that's not a sign that you're well. Maybe it is a sign that you're bored, but it's more likely a sign that you're just tired, and your body is like, it's one of those things that your body does like a reflex thing that just like even now i want to yawn because i yeah, heard you like about make it. the yawning sound and i'm like oh yeah. I feel like yawn. um 
And they, it's basic level, it's just your body trying to either take in more oxygen, oxygen or yeah. get rid of more oxygen. It's, like, it's, the most, it's not bored. And like, teachers are weird sometimes. Yeah. Maybe teachers, some teachers have some really high level of insecurity because they it's know like that they are complex. actually incredibly boring. Yeah. And so they think that if they address it, then it will like make it. But the thing is, by addressing it, we just hate you more. Yeah, exactly. So, I saw on TikTok, of course, on TikTok. On but, TikTok. Um, I saw this one teacher on there who said oh if i see a student sleeping in my class i let them sleep because you don't know like if if they're trying to sleep in your class then obviously they're not getting enough sleep somewhere along the line so um you know and there is points you know people are at school to learn and all that shit but i sort of was like well fair enough you know there's a way you can respond to it too as well right it's like um it's kind of like how we were talking yesterday about people and and um, being a good friend to them, right? And and telling them when, telling them oh, the yeah. hard truth when they need to hear it and things. Yeah. And it's like there's a way you do, you don't go in immediately and be like you're a fucking idiot. No, you same. You don't go to this child straight away and be like, wake up, you fucking dumbass kid. What's wrong with you? Like, you'd probably try and mention it in a low key way. Say, oh, I'm a bit Quietly, worried. Like, are you, you know, are you doing okay? Is this fine? Whatever. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, you, obviously, at some point, if it's clear that there's just more of an issue, then you know, and likewise with your friends and things, if there's a point where you realise, you know, you need, I need to tell you, I need to be quite honest with you about something that's happening, and be like, you need to sort this out because it's not good. Yeah. Um. It's weird, but yeah, I some teachers are definitely on a power trip, right? They're just like, oh, I feel like I need to, I need control over something. They'll be like, you stupid child, what? You're a mess. Every you're disgraceful, you know. And it's like this weird need you have to like belittle people. Like, were you raised in a barn or stuff like that, or like, would you do this at home? It's like. It's like the breaking the cycle thing as well, right? It's like, are you doing oh, yeah, this because yeah, someone's treating you badly and you're like, yeah, kind of funnel it into like, like, why would you want to pass on shitty behaviour to someone else? Surely, like, I, I, I know it's like a simplification of things. It's like, if something bad has happened to you, and you can't always stop it affecting other people, but you can try and do your best to, to limit how much gets passed on. Because yeah. otherwise we're all just having bad things happen and handing it to the next person. Like now you deal with this. No exactly. one's gonna. That's just. That's not fair. No, not at all. I think like recognizing that you've. It's not necessarily you've got a problem, but like recognizing that you've gone through something so that you can then prevent yourself from, like you say, like bringing that to the next generation. Like. Yeah. And it is crazy. I think I think one of the scariest things I find about the idea of being a parent is messing up, and even yeah. because you because you know you will mess up at some points, but you kind of just have to accept that that's going to happen. It's probably the scariest. I have to imagine it's the most terrifying thing. It's like knowing that you 
almost have that power to really mess up another human's life in a way that you never really have otherwise. Yeah. There's a lot of responsibility there. It's the most terrifying part I can imagine about having children is like. And I think, I don't know if anyone ever truly learns to look after themselves. Like, and that sounds weird. Like, I feel like no, no, I agree. some people are better at it than others. But I feel like you're constantly learning about how to be a better person and how to look after yourself. And the fact that you then have to do that while looking after a human being. Definitely. Especially with... Um, well, I think the thing is in life, like, you're... Again, it's kind of lots of things we talked about yesterday during our, our debrief. We're studying outside <laughs> Milton Keynes train station in a, what was actually quite cold, as I realised when it I got was. back in my car. Yeah. Um, having this weird chat about things. But, um, like you can you have stages in your life where things are generally going okay there's no real dramas and things and you think ah i've worked it out you know i've got it i've nailed it i don't have any problems i'm fine and then you know it happens it will happen to everyone don't no one is um free from it like something can happen and you're like oh i don't know how to deal with this and like you might have a couple of weeks where things are not so good and and I think or longer, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's a period of time where you, you have to learn how to. Something has changed, and now you have to learn how to live with that and deal with that and look after yourself with that. And it can yeah. take a couple of days, a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years. You know, like it, take, it can take ages. Um, and that happens to everyone, whether you're in the best mental state or the worst mental state or a really good position or not. You know, everyone can go through this. Um. So I agree, like it's a, a lifelong journey of constantly using what you've learned from the past to try and keep yourself on track, but also things happen along the way that you have to kind of, you know, like you get, you will get, you will fall over along the way and you have to kind of pick yourself up and go, oh, I thought I'd worked out all of these things. What's this new thing that's causing me to fall over? And you're like, oh, okay, now I have to add this and it, it's intense, but um. And then, yeah, you feel, I must imagine that when you have a child, you don't feel like you have to pass all of those things on to this child. Yeah. But, it, you know, there's some things that you can't, well, you can't prepare people for a lot of what happens in life because life has a way of being incredibly unpredictable. 100%. But, um, yeah, I, I know for me, I, I, it's one of those things that I, you know, I, I'd like to imagine one day I'll, um, I'll have kids and things, um, and... I wouldn't want them to go through mentally the things that I've been through. But if they do, then it's like, you want to go to the next best thing, which is trying to pass on what works for you and help them find out what would work for them in that situation. Yeah. Because, think, yeah. Like, you'll know that your your parents never, like, wanted you to have trouble, you know, in mental no, health not. issues and stuff. And so it was just... Even before I went to uni, when we were looking at openness and things, my dad was like, you know, we do have a bit of a family history of um, struggling with our mental health and things, and if you do, you know, Aww. just know that you need to get help and things. And I, at the time, I was a bit like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's really I'll, sweet. I'll be, I'll be all right. And then yeah, a few months later, I was like, oh. I want to die. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, but definitely, you know. And, uh, At least he said that because a lot of people don't 
tell their kids about their past or their you know the family history and I think like that leaves kids confused I remember um my friend whose mum never told them that they had like really bad anxiety and mental health issues so the kid had grown up not not knowing this thinking they were a complete anomaly like the complete freak for having mental health issues and they found out later in life that their mum had the same thing and that they were actually taking medication for it and it's like well why wouldn't you fucking tell your kid that you'd been through a very similar thing and that they're not a freak like and mm-hmm. it and and that probably fucked them up even more because it was just like well you know you've you've lost trust there for absolutely and it's like, not being yeah, honest. like you can feel like sometimes when you're you're struggling with your mental health in a weird kind of self-centered kind of way you can feel like you're the only person in the world who's going through what you're going through yeah um which is not to say that you feel you, know, you definitely don't feel special you feel like oh my god what why am i going through this what have i done wrong and why you know am i just broken or something that's that's the biggest thing it's quite easy to feel broken with your mental health i know that i definitely been like i said that to people before i said to my therapist once i was like i just feel like i'm a, you know like a broken human being like i'm and you're like yeah. no, no 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 you're not broken you're not the only person who is facing this and you know like it's not this isn't your life you know you're not gonna you, you there are things we can do to help there are things we can do to get through this yeah. um but it is i agree like if you um especially in the case yeah like if you as a parent if you knew that you struggled with your mental health and you knew there was even a possibility that your your child could go through that then yeah why would you not reassure yeah, think... them and be like look i i've had this too but it's okay because here's some things that have helped me and they might not help you but we can work out what it's going to be I'm not saying, like, when your kid's eight, you're like, oh, okay, I need to tell you my whole, like, mental health. <laughs> but, like, your kids are old enough to talk. You're like, let me tell you about the existential dread I go through every morning of my life. The kid's like... Welcome to adulthood, age eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, but, like, I think if they're, if they're clearly going through something, then that's probably the time to be like, yeah, I've been there. It's shit. But I got through it. So, so mm-hmm. can you. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, that's just my personal. No, I agree, and I actually wondered how you um say um obviously January is kind of Jan- the thing about January is that um I think for most people you know we're talking about um uh seasonal effective um yeah sort of that kind of stuff um January for a lot of people I think is when it really hits because a lot of people will enjoy Christmas they'll look forward to Christmas they'll love it. And then when Christmas is over and New Year's is over, the thing about January is it's a bit of a shit month because <laughs> it's still cold, it's still dark all the time. And no one has any money. <laughs> no one has any money and you don't really have anything to look forward to anymore. Yeah. Because at least for Christmas you had either a break or you had presents or you had things, whatever. In January you're just a bit like, ah, that's, that's shit. And especially because it's been such an intense time. like. You're doing so much, you're seeing people like, yeah, you're great, hi, party, 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 fine. And then it's like, nope. Now you've yeah. got to deal with a consequence of that, which is you don't have much money left. Um, 
you know, you, you had a lot to drink and now, and now you're like, oh, um, my liver hurts or like, you know, like, and oh, I've put on a bit of weight. Um, yeah. <laughs> or even like middle or the end of the month where people have already given up on their resolutions <laughs> and then they hate themselves for it. I don't think we should make resolutions in January. I think we should wait until like April or something when <laughs> when we've got our like we're back on track. Then that's when you should make a resolution and be yeah, like, yeah, you've okay. you've had a couple of months to just think about exactly. things. And you, you you talked yourself out of the gym membership <laughs> that you don't want because you won't go more than once. Or something oh, like that. God. I was thinking about get like Pierce and I getting a gym membership. <laughs> like, it's so expensive, and because of the time of year, everyone will want to mm. go. And then you'd be in a room full of people, you know. And you're like, mm, if I want to work out, I can work out from home. I'm just being lazy. Like, yeah. I, and the whole reason why I'd go to the gym was so that I was paying to the, so it paying for my motivation. If that uh-huh. makes sense. Um. Yeah, which I feel like shouldn't you sh- you should want to do it because exactly. you want to do it. Yeah, there should be a reason to do it definitely. So, but yeah, so January is the end. Definitely, you have you know you have Blue Monday, which is like oh yeah the second or third Monday in January. I, think. I forget when most people uh you know they report feeling depressed and and struggling after things. So I um I mean I wondered for you we talked about Christmas, but like for you, do you think? What's January like for you, generally? Um, to be honest, when I was working um, at the pub, I loved January and February because it was so quiet. <laughs> <laughs> it was just, like, easy money. You got stuck on some cleaning jobs, but it would just be, like, it's fucking dead. Um, and you could chat to your co-workers, which was just nice. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there is that weird... Oh, okay, it's the start of a new year. What have I accomplished? Like pressure side of it, but um, I'm sort of looking forward to January this year because it's Pierce's birthday in January as well. Oh, There's nice. quite a few that birthdays. Helps. Pierce's mum's birthday is in January, hmm. um, and then my stepgrandad Stuart has also got his birthday in January. So there's quite a few oh, like things um, that we have to go to. So. Um, Oh, I'm getting family group chat messages. <laughs> Speaking um, of, see, that's what you've mentioned the family, and they're like, "Hi." I know, but no, January. Like, I don't know. I, I last year decided to do the seventy-five hard, and and I started that the day after Pierce's birthday. The thing was, we knew. Oh yeah. We knew that we had social events in January like for Piers' birthday and there was a couple of other bits so I was like I'm not going to start a res- uh, New Year's resolution because I wanted to stop drinking for for a few months um, and I was like I don't want to start doing that at the beginning of January because I know by the end of January I would have given up on it so I waited until the 20th of January the day after Piers' birthday and then stuck to it um, and that felt pretty good because I got you know committed to it and and sort of after uh i think it was the 27th of december i started work like working out casually and before like leading up to the 75 hard so i wasn't completely like fucked by it and um yeah no i it gave me purpose i was reading um i was reading 10 pages of book every day drinking mm-hmm. f- like three four liters of water 
Oh my god, no. so hydrated. That, yeah, and like I just, I don't know. I was on a mission. I was focused, and I and I I, I might do it again, um, at the beginning of the year. I'm not sure. I don't mm-hmm. know. Um, because I'm one of these people, you know this. Like, if I say I'm going to do something, I I'm 100 percent in. If yeah. I if I half up like half half it, I'll give up straight away. So yeah. I've got to commit to it. But no, to be honest, January I don't think has ever been too bad for me. I've always dreaded December more than January. Um, New Year, right? Everyone always is like, "What are you doing for New Year's?" And I never really do anything for New Year's. Oh my god, thank you. I just it's too, it's too much. Like just have a drink at home. I even stay. Sometimes it's like, am I actually going to stay up? Oh my god, I got ill at Lewis's one year for New Year's. Do you remember that? <laughs> I remember hearing about it. Yeah, I, I, I think did I talk it. I talked about it on a podcast, didn't I? Possibly. I know oh, we've definitely discussed that, didn't we? I know. That was horrendous. Mm. I think I had the flu. I'm trying to work out but it it was only for a couple of days that I was ill, I think. Yeah. But it's just so embarrassing you go and stay at your boyfriend who's who's now gay, mm-hmm. um <laughs> his house and then you get stupidly ill and like have to get like patted down by his mum because you've got the sweats and no one can pick you up because everyone's drunk mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. just ideal but yeah no new year's just not not the not the one for me the thing I, the thing I always get with new year's is like okay i made this mistake i think i jinxed this year for everyone i'd like to apologize officially oh dear is it all i said last year on new year's you know what this year is going to be my year. I don't know why I decided that. It, in retrospect, it was the most stupid thing I could have said. Um, it has not turned out to be my, as you know, 2032? When did we say my year was going to be? Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, it was like 10 years time, I think. So 2031? Yeah, 2031 is my year. Um, so we're away up. We're away up. Um, You've got time to prepare for it. Yeah, it's good. It's good. But um, yeah, I came in this year and I was like, oh, it's going to be really good. But then, like, you know, throughout the year, there's definitely been things that have gone. It's been, like, a struggle. And, like, things are good things have happened. But I, the best years have been, or the best starts of the year has been one where I've not set myself up for um, a fall, almost. Yeah. Because I think if you give it, I mean, it's a depressing way to look at the world, but also a realistic way. Um, if you go into it thinking this will be the best year ever, if by the end of the year it's been even remotely, possibly a little bit not good, you know, it feels like a disaster, right? Yeah. It feels like a, you know, a mess, like, oh man, it all went so wrong, why did it all go so wrong? Um, and that, that can be a lot. Uh, whereas if I come into the end, I'm like, you know, I, I set myself things at the start of the year and I'm like okay this is what I want to do these are some things I want to do this year and it's like a resolution but in a sense of like um I'm gonna read three books or something yeah so completely realistic it's realistic it's something that I can do it doesn't require a hell of a lot of like extra effort so you you kind of feel confident that you will do it and obviously when you do something and you want you said you're gonna do it and you do it you're good yeah. Um, and uh, all of that kind of stuff. So it's like you set yourself these like 
sometimes you start things a bit of a pushing, like, oh, I might read like five books or something. It's like, yeah, okay, that that can be done. It might require a little bit of effort, but no, 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 still, still that. But like, I set myself saying, and I put numbers on it because it's like, if I put a number on it, then it's like, nice. So like one year, I think I had, it was like, uh, to see you or something. I think I had like see cat, and I put it on there, and then I did, and it was like tick succeeded like <laughs> that's so cute and it's like obviously i don't just want to see you once but like it's something you put on there it's like i want to make sure that i do this this year so i just think things that i really want to do put them on there yeah put a number and then i know that i can go for you and be like yep 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 yeah and it's not like a resolution where it's like i have to necessarily stick to it. and then once once it starts going wrong everything falls over it's not like i'm gonna go to the gym every week and then like two weeks in you can't be bothered and then the fourth week fifth week sixth week you can't be bothered and it all goes wrong um, yeah. And yeah, I definitely, because Christmas is such a kind of tough time, I think it continues into January. I don't think I necessarily get worse in January, but I just kind of like continue along the same. Everyone else comes down to everyone else is like, oh my God, this is how you feel. And I'm like, yeah, welcome. Yeah, in. January is oh. like when you're, yeah, like everyone <laughs> I'm gets like you. patting the seat next to me, like, come on, sit down. It's going to be a tough one, buckle in. Um, but I. You know, it's sometimes I, I find it quite a relief to be on the other side of Christmas because like, okay, good, we did it. Yeah. Uh, and and then you know that as well because like, you know, the shortest day or whatever is is done, so it's gonna start getting lighter again. Um and then you start thinking ahead to the summer and things that you might get up to in the summer and even if it's very simple things like, oh I'll be able to put my shorts back on or something. <laughs> it's like, oh I'm looking forward to that or not sit here in my chair shivering or something. Um, yeah, it's the small thing. So it, it does get you through. But I know that for a lot of people, January is tough. Um, I'm aware of it, and you know, I think something that's always good to remember is that um, that there are lots of people that you can talk to in terms of obviously, uh, you know, in the worst case scenario, people like Samaritans are available to talk to, and um, also like Mind and people like that, and charities like that are really good. Um, definitely you know talk to your doctor and things if you need it but also yeah if you can talk to your friends about it yeah and... don't underestimate the pack because the thing is oh, with um, not like shit on mental health charities and stuff but partially due to the pandemic partially due to like underfunding yeah. it can be a really like tough time yes. just trying to get you know, on the waiting list, like actually get someone to speak to, like it's yeah. just, it's difficult. So if you can, in the meantime, chat to your friends about stuff, it, it makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Um, in my in my experience, it depends if you're, you know, if you've got good friends or not. And but... you know, you don't have to then, I mean, we were talking about this bit yesterday um, and like the difficulty of talking about these things. And I guess it may be something I thought about as I was driving back was like that we build it up a lot in our heads that if we're talking about it we have to start at the beginning and explain you know what's happened and and give a full story but like it can be enough to say I'm struggling yeah right it can be enough to admit to someone you care about I'm not doing okay yeah and you don't have to have an explanation you don't have to be able to you know they might be like oh what's wrong and you were like I don't know. That's about yeah. You know, I I definitely can understand that feeling of like you're aware that you feel awful, 
and you've no idea why because it could be like a lot of things that like maybe things have got too much on top of you maybe too much is going on maybe there is something that's happened but you kind of in your mind have been repressing it and and pretending it's not actually an issue and it is yeah um yeah there are all these kind of uh possibilities um but definitely talking to people talking to your friends about it is uh is that thing i know that i think i've said to you before and just been like i'm having a shit time right now and not really been able to explain i've tried to and it's been like yeah i don't get it but you've always been really good and understanding about like just trying to to help in any way and like yeah you've never made me feel bad for not being able to tell you i feel bad because of this or if i have told you what you've never made me feel stupid for something affecting me that might not affect other people in the same way which is yeah Pretty good. Oh, that's I'm glad to hear that. Love sometimes... you, boo. Oh, cute. Love you too, boo. But it, like sometimes you don't know what the right thing to say is, so you're just hoping what you say is good enough, you know? Yeah. Or that, or that at least the other person knows you're trying. Like I think like you should have um we should have like a color code system where it's like like orange is like uh I'm struggling and I don't want to talk oh like red is yeah like I'm struggling I don't want to talk about it orange is like I'm struggling but I'll I, I kind of want to talk about it like um green maybe is that's like that's what I'll do with like with you maybe like if I'm really struggling I'll just send you like a red dot or something yeah because then it's like because yeah. then you don't actually have to say it it's just like an understanding of because I remember sometimes at school there was this thing that, um, you remember like the planners we had, right? And things and oh, and you could put a smiley face and me, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they oh were like, the gosh, idea was that you that. would put that. I don't think anyone actually used it, but the idea was that you would like turn it to a thing, put it down, and then teach you, like, Rhett, I'll go over and help them. And it was a bit more yeah. easy to do it than putting your hand up and doing it. And it, weirdly, I think that could work quite well with like talking about things because it, you can feel. There's definitely a stigma around saying I'm struggling right now. Uh, yeah. To the point where you people have asked me how I'm doing and I've you know, I've been like, Oh, I'm alright. Because it's just easier to say that than I'm awful. <laughs> you know, like, how are you doing? Hella depressed. You know, like it, it kills the conversation quite quickly. <laughs> when they're expecting you to be like, I'm alright and you're like, Yeah, having a yeah. worse time in my life right now. Um <laughs> and like your friends don't want you to lie like you know they want no. to know for sure what's going on with you so I th- that's a good idea okay. I thought with the like colour coding thing as well you could always have like a white dot means like oh yeah uh, take me to the hospital like I need to go get like help like a panic now. button kind of thing right yeah like I, I need to get yeah I need to go to any or like I need I need help quickly mm-hmm. something like that maybe we could um I could always look at doing not like a traffic sign thing for it but like a, a, a key or something so if people wanted to DM us as well yeah um, maybe we'll work that. out a system and like we'll, we'll me and Kat will uh, we'll see if we can work out a system that works for us and then like maybe share it with people because I am I don't know if that's a, in any way where you're going I just jumped on your idea but it was just no, like no, it no, hit no. me I was like, like that could be cool that could work quite well because yeah i i am one of the self-admitted i am one of the worst people at being able to say 
yeah, things aren't great right now. Yeah. I I yeah. suck at it so much. I've never and been like Pierce said yesterday, like it's easier when you're out of it to be like, oh yeah, I was feeling bad, instead of being like able to talk about it while you're going through it. And I'm constantly apologising for like being like I spend. I feel like I spend half my life having a shit time, and then being like, oh, you know, when you come out the other side of it, you're like, shit. I have to try and explain to all these people that I. You know, in some cases, not really spoken to you for three months. I'm really yeah. sorry. I've been hella depressed for the last few months. And at some yeah. point, you get worried that people are going to lose patience with that. Yeah. Because it's like, I'm tired of you constantly having these moments where you don't talk to anyone. And it's like, and you get where they're coming from because it's, if you're on the other side of that, it's got to be really difficult to not understand and, and take it as a, you know, did I do something wrong also... as a friend? Did I do something wrong? It's like offer you the patient. Ah, I get. I think one of the big things is like if you're both having a shit time and one person reaches out and needs that other person mm. to step up, but that person can't step up because they're struggling themselves. That's like that's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in uh, in uh, generally, I think people should offer the patience that they would like their friends to have with them yeah i mean i always try to and even I mean, if I it probably means go too far, but... and well i guess the thing is like we were sort of saying yesterday it sometimes you do need to step away from friendships just like say someone's going through something and you don't know how to help them um and you know that they're okay on some level, but they're struggling, but you're struggling too. And you can just say, okay, you know, I'm gonna be a bit absent for a while while I sort myself out. So I'm mentally ready to help you. Exactly. But you just need to look after yourself first. Like that's cool too. Like you do. Definitely, but yeah, I, I agree. Like you, the patient thing is, uh, yeah, you, you definitely should be. Um, and I, I'm really bad because I, when I'm in that particular mental state, I <laughs> I'll take virtually anything as a sign that the person who I'm talking to doesn't actually want to talk to me, which can be as much as um. Oh, putting kisses at the end of the message, and you, th- you I remember you being like, "Are you being sarcastic with me?" Or <laughs> oh man, it's so ridiculous. Like my mind will because it, it, it's the thing. Like it's the paranoia almost. It will like any like sign that it's not actually thing you're like right that you know like they don't care stop it and it's not real and it's not fair on them and like even give it um sometimes i'll i'll be talking to people um it happened to me the other day when i was talking to someone and we're in a voice call and i i was i wasn't feeling good but i thought i was doing fine and then i think i said something and then the other person was talking at the same time or whatever and it wasn't like a intentional over whatever it's just a, that's how going on these it happens with us all the time on this like yeah you know we talk over each other but when i because i was in that mental state i was just like oh, i i shouldn't i shouldn't say anything and so i shut down i just stopped talking because it's like no, no they don't actually want this right now um which is kind of sad because it always makes you feel like you're you're pushing it on to You've been, oh, they, they they don't want that. They don't want that, and you're seeing them in a way which isn't fair because they do want to, say, to hear about it. It's not. It's your paranoid brain doing it and things. Um, 
Yeah. So for someone like me, I know that you know, being someone who shuts down so easily is like not great for me. But like, I guess if you can like, yeah, if there's something you can do to tell people you're not okay without necessarily having to try and sit down and find the thing, it does help. I like I like the idea of like just being able to like send like a, obviously you know you got to pick like an emoji that you don't normally use. You can't send someone like a smiley face and they'll be like yeah. Are you smiling? Are you fucking weird? Um, yeah. That's why, like, you know, I've never used the dot emojis, friend. No. <laughs> Who uses not... the dot emojis? <laughs> so random. Who uses this? I but, know um... there's a white dot, like, white circle and a black circle, I'm pretty sure. I thought they would be quite good to use. And I... There's, like, a red cross. I'm trying to think of stuff that would be... I think the thing would be though that you just send that as an individual message, so you wouldn't be like, um, "Oh yeah, I um, went to a haunted house today and then put ghost emojis." That doesn't mean like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna kill myself." <laughs> yeah, no, you would definitely not. Yeah, you know, like, you know, I mean, I'm just like at the most ridiculous situations. Like, where are you? Oh, I'm stuck at the traffic lights. Red dot. Fucking out London. Like calls the ambulance. <laughs> oh my god, random one. Steve goes, oh, but Joe and Steve, there's his parents, both told me this individually. By the way, if you're ever in the Volvo, don't click the SOS button. I was like, it's like, right? Like, well, mm-hmm. duh. Like, it's a big red SOS button. Yeah. And you go, and it's, yeah, it calls the police. I ended up on the phone to the police. I was like, what, <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Like, oh, I didn't realise it would be able to connect to the police. I didn't think there was like, um... <laughs> Uh, like it didn't have the capability to do that and even Pierce is saying oh yeah like uh, no to be fair I, d- I don't understand how it called the police either but, you know you're like if it says you don't SOS you press it do you and I guess the thing was it was like oh yeah you know I've got a new car I want to try out all the buttons but you know you're just like what and I guess you want to see what it does but I, I wouldn't click an SOS button no, unless no. I was the I time to try it out would be yeah, yeah. I would say, sort of like, what is the SOS button in my car? What does this do? And then, you know, when I saw it calls the police, I'd be like, right, we're not pressing that. Oh, God. I don't know if you have this on your phone, but on my iPhone, if I click the button by accident, like if it's in my back pocket, I've lent on it. If you click it, like, a certain amount of times, it starts. That automatically does it. Yeah, and it, it makes a noise, and uh, and every time I've heard it, I go, fuck, fuck, <laughs> like, desperately. It was one of the models of phone that it was really easy to do it on, um, and then they've they've changed it since, I think. But um, I remember, like, I heard, like, a sort of beep coming out of it, and I went on it, and it says, like, calling, 999. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so, desperately pressing the button, it's not working. Yeah, stop. <laughs> Hell. You're just like, oh my god, I don't, yeah, I don't want to waste your time. But even I, I called the police. Like this is a few months ago. This um, guy who was, uh, definitely on something. Yeah. Um, started banging on car bonnets like in the queue, in uh, driving into Dunstable. Oh. Um, and then he started going up to this guy on a moped or a scooter or something, and it was actually quite dangerous because he was just wandering around in the middle of the road. Yeah. And um, Pierce was like, "Oh, you're gonna have to call the police because the pl- police station was literally like right next." Oh to yeah. Him. Okay. Yeah. It's um, but it was more like just so he didn't hurt himself. But um, 
so I, I was on the phone to the police and I I felt like I was wasting their time by calling them. Like I mm-hmm. felt guilty for calling them even though I was like making sure this didn't this guy either you didn't cause trying an to accident. Do a good thing. Yeah. And I was like, that's like, you know, that's like what you should do. But I just felt really guilty doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I do not have, I, I, my anxiety would not let me click a random SOS button. No, no. I, I even like, I found the button in my car the other day and I was like. Oh, you've got one as well. What is it? It's not even, it's not even, I mean, it's a different button. It's not like an SOS, but it's like something. It's like, you know, you suddenly listen, you're like, what does this do? And I Googled it because I was like. I am not pressed. For all I know, that yeah. button like immediately pops all my tires, or <laughs> yeah, turns myself into a nuclear submarine. Like I'm not ready for this right now. I'm not not while I'm in the middle of the road. Like like, and it, it ends up being something really very dull that I can't even remember what it was. I mean, because when I would even press that off, and I was just like, oh, this is boring. But um, yeah, I def- SOS is not a button that I'd look at lightly and be like. <laughs> Well, I have been... Yeah, I don't really recognise this road. Smash the button. Um, no. Come on. The thing that gets me as well is, like, you wouldn't have been able to hang up because, they were, like, once you've clicked it, I can't imagine if you click it again, it hangs up. I don't really... No. I don't understand. So you have to wait until they pick they up pick and then up be like, oh, hello, please, like, what do you want? And you're like... Nothing. <laughs> sorry, officer, I pressed the button. I'm an idiot. And, yes. <laughs> I, I'm an idiot, and they, you know, you can, you'll hear them like go. <sighs> My conscience would be like, take me in. I'm sorry to arrest me for wasting your time. <laughs> yeah. I'll turn myself in at the station. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. oh, brother. But um, yeah, I'm. I don't really know what this podcast has been about. But it's been it's been nice. I feel like hungover. I didn't drink anything last night, so I thought I was going to be driving. Mm. Um, and yeah, now I'm just like, kind of, want to sleep and eat way too much food. Oh yeah, that's sort of where I'm at now. Yeah. Are you having a Sunday roast today then for your dad's birthday or? I don't know what we're having today. I, I feel know. like, I feel like you're gonna have a good meal cooked for you. I feel like that, and the. I'm man- manifesting that for you. I, any meal for me will be a good meal for I, you know, I, I, As long as there's a dessert involved. I'm a, I've got a sweet <laughs> tooth, you know. A I am a fat fuck, so I do need to... Oh. Uh... You don't have to do it on camera, but you have to open one of your presents today. Yes, this is true. Okay, so I don't know if I mentioned on the podcast, but Kat gave me, at the start of December, she turns up my house unexpectedly with this sack full of presents. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell is this? Um, and so she, you know, she pulls it and says, oh yeah, I got this. And I'm like, well, now I look like bits. shit, friend, don't I? Oh, no, that wasn't the point. Um, and the best bit was, I was like, right, I'm going to have to go to Milton Keynes today because I want him to have it for the 1st of December. And then I find out he hasn't fucking opened any of them. Because yeah, so he's a bad person. No, I'm joking. He, well, I'm a bad person to myself. Because you're a bad person to yourself. Yeah, it was meant to cheer you up, and now you're still It was depressed. meant to cheer me up, and I was meant to find some time to do it. But I didn't find time to do it, and was too busy doing other things. And, and you know, consequently... 
It's still there, and every day I look at it, and I'm like, no, I don't want to just open it now at like eleven o'clock. That would be terrible. But um, today is the day we finally get onto it. Where you gotta, you gotta look after yourself. It's a good rule for everyone. You gotta yeah. look after yourself. Nourish that body with love mm-hmm. <laughs> and food <laughs> and moisturizer. Actually, always moisturize. Yeah, don't even come at me with my hand eczema right now. I'm like oh, cracking. Don't you? Especially because it's cold now as well, right? Yeah, I've stopped using hand sanitizer as well because it's just oh, like it yeah, it's actually burning me now. And um, yeah, people are like judging me for like walking past it, and you know, and you're like, my hands are cut open because of my. Yeah, but to be fair, the amount of times when you try and use it, and you get this little. Either you get that thing where you walk into shop and they've got this really cheap one, so you like press the thing, it's like water. And you're water like, coming out, and there's like so much of it, and you're mm-hmm. just there, like, oh my god. And then Walking around these wet hands, clothes. like desperately trying to make it dry, and you're like, 10 minutes later, it's still damp. Oh, you know, what? How does this happen? It stinks. It just it's a like, smells. Oh, and like, they had a really strong alcohol. It's not like, it's not like, mmm, alcohol. It's like, oh. You know, like all the sticky ones. I remember at Reading Festival. Oh. They every toilet. So then, the, um, I took some myself, but I only took a little. One, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because I was like, well, they'll have you know a way to wash your hands there. Obviously, uh, the first year I went. But so yeah, I only took a little one, and then I used the hand sanitizer there, and it was so sticky. I was like, this. How is this clean? Like how? And then you have to try. You like I just have to wash it off now. Yeah. So <laughs> it was. Oh, fuck. Yeah, that. I hate it. But no, I yeah. And was it yeah? If you don't get that, you get you get there and you look at and you get this little like drop because it's not actually got any left in it because no one's refilled it. It's like, Great. what am I meant to do with this? Am I meant to be like desperately trying to make it like it's drying in my Stretch hand, like it watching out. it evaporate? <laughs> like what? So you just can't. I just I don't even bother. I I have some in the car that I use. Um, it's like. It's meant to be like a moisturising one. I'm not really sure it is, but um, I'll put one in the car and then I'll be fine. Because it's just if, like a... if it's good, you'll have to send me a link. Um... Yeah, I will. I will. I uh, yeah, as someone who suffers a lot with dry skin anyway, it's uh, dry skin and eczema and all that kind of stuff. Winter is not a good time for uh, it's not a good time for skin in general, but especially if you have any kind of skin condition going on. Asthma, eczema, allergies <laughs> suck my dick. Oh my god, asthma as well, I forgot. Oh man. And it's so much worse in winter. I've actually touched wood being okay at the moment because I think it's not been, like, on the cold days, It's there's only been a few that have been really cold, but it's when it's damp, it just mm. gets really hard to, like, breathe. But um, Even today it's been a bit, like, because it's a bit, like, misty and foggy today yeah i've not actually gone outside for that reason i was just oh, that's like, good. I can't be asked to deal with the i don't i don't have unable to breathe. i definitely like i opened the door and i was a bit like oh i don't mm. want to be out in this just thick air <laughs> thick and you know not the good thick not like my ass thick. not like that booty thick. that booty <laughs> that ass but um i think this is our last one before Oh, the new year. New year. So I just wanted to say um, thank you to everyone who's listened in 2021. Um, it, I mean, it, the year did not quite go... As planned. As planned for anyone, I'm sure. Uh, but we survived. But I, I'm glad that we started this um, nearly so a year bad. ago. 
Um, oh, you're like, oh yeah, be excited for our one year anniversary, guys. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, shave my eyebrows live on. No, I'm not. Um, I'm bleach not doing my butthole. <laughs> gonna bleach my anus live on stream there. Um, yeah, I no, I re we really appreciate you you uh, listening and new people coming in and you know people who listen to us on the bus or for like 10 minutes here and there over a week uh we love you all and um yeah stick, stick with it it gets better one day i'm sure that's hopeful in 2022 we promise nothing <laughs> yeah i actually know I, I can't promise anything um i'll i'll still be late to podcast recordings we'll still miss weeks occasionally uh, oh, I know what we can promise. Well, that we'll be older. <laughs> yes, as the case in most weeks, we we are older, and so by the next time you talk to us, we will be older. I'm I, not I, quite I, sure. It's added a lot there, to be honest. No, and I don't really know how to now finish it because it was going quite smoothly. I feel it like was, and then you threw this. me off of that lane. I was like, it's it's rarely you threw me off. Normally, it's the other way around. Is this your final act of revenge? I know. This is how I get like catch up from the rest of the year. But anyway, we love you guys. We hope yes. you have a great Christmas and New Year. Yes. And we will try and be refreshed and ready to. And we'll fail. <laughs> attempt surviving 2022. Yes, we will. And there's no people I'd rather do. There's definitely no I'd rather do the podcast to survive 2022 with. Than you. Thanks, Boo. That's so, really cute. Big love to you. Big love to everyone else. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.